0: another great evening here at sideline sports joined by jake and john and special guest former denver bronco probably one of the best defensive players i've ever got to see Carl mecklenburg call welcome to the show
1: thank you i'm looking forward to it
0: so i'm going to start with the question that you know Everybody always asks me to ask, and I always forget. So looking at the players today compared to when you play, you know, do you think you'd be able to play today, or what do you think the biggest difference is between the players today and when you play?
1: Yeah, um, I would have a hard time making the team today uh, just because I was, uh, I was a 310th pick of the draft. I was not somebody that was expected to make it. I made it because I I could hit. I mean, I was I was a I was a football player. I didn't I didn't look good in shorts. I <laughs> just <That's laughs> practice in shorts now. So how do you make the team if you're not expected to make it and and you're not playing football? So uh, so that would have been a challenge. I think I I would have had a, a lot of fun pass rushing against today's tackles. Uh, there's, there's a little bit. Of, <laughs> They're, yeah, they're, there's a lot of sloppy technique out there. And I think a big part of that is they don't practice full speed and they, they don't, uh, they, they don't really get a chance to, to work, uh, work on their skill set the, the way they need to. And, and coming out of college, uh, same thing that they, they, they have uh, limited practice time um, and, and limited reps and, and end up, I don't think as good uh, as, as the players were back in my day. All right. Well,
2: you, you mentioned you could hit, and I'm assuming that's where this came from, but I have to ask because one of the first things that happens when you even look you up is your nickname is the albino rhino. I have to ask, <laughs> how did that come about? Was it because of how like hard you hit or was there, there's there a deeper story to this?
1: Uh, it's, it was a, a teammate back in college, uh, Kirk Bankston, um, Named me that, and it stuck with me. It followed me to follow me to Denver. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was I was undersized um, as, as a defensive lineman, but I could I I was strong enough to throw people around and and, and uh, take care of that. And I, I guess uh, I guess that's where the name came from.
2: All right. And he never told you why he just one day said, this is your nickname and that was the end of it. Is that, <laughs> well, is that, what, is that yeah, what happened? Yeah. Uh, I've
1: am <laughs> I'm. i I'm, I've got uh, Swedish and Norwegian and, and, and German background uh, and, and not a whole lot of guys uh, with my, uh, my, my skin tone in the NFL. So I guess that was part of it. too. Fair
2: enough. Fair enough. I, and then I wanted to also ask you, cause I was thinking about this before, uh, and it, you, you kind of made a good transition for me. You talk about guys that hit hard. You played with probably one of the hardest hitting players in all of football for many years. Uh, Steve Atwater, you guys were teammates for quite a few years. Yeah. Tell me about what that was like being on that same team. You know, it, just not only how was he as a person, but, you know, obviously very intense. Right. And And you were just saying, look, you were one. You were not one to shy away from from the big hits. What was that like being with him?
1: Yeah, I, I I remember holding up uh, running backs, uh, trying to tackle them, and, and they're fighting for an extra yard, and I'm yelling at them, get down, get down, here they come, because Dennis Smith and Steve Atwater were coming screaming up behind, him. and I knew if he didn't get down, I was going to get hit, he was going to get hit, and it wouldn't be pretty. <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, Atwater was a great player. Um uh, a, a, a wonderful human being. He's a, he's a friend of mine to this day. We see each other quite a bit, doesn't live very far away. Um, and, uh, and, and like I said, a, a, an awesome football player. Absolutely.
3: So I, I'm going to ask you a tough question. Maybe it's not so tough for you, but, um, this is something that I just felt and I've talked to I actually talked to Mercury Morse and some other people about this. Um, what do you think of today's pro football hall of fame like how how players are getting in that maybe shouldn't quite get in but somebody like you is not in the hall of fame and I've looked at I was looking at your stats um Richard Seymour for example you have over 700 more tackles than him you have about 22 more sacks than him your stats all across the board are significantly better he averaged five about less than five sacks a year with the Patriots Less than four, less than five sacks a year with the Raiders, but yet he got in the hall of fame, at least for my money, mainly because he was on the Tom Brady dynasty teams. Like, what do you think of the pro football hall of fame? And do you think you'll ever get in the Hall of Fame? Because your stats are significantly better than somebody like that, but yet for some reason you're not in.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm not.
3: I know it's I a loaded those, question. I don't but... make those
1: decisions. And right. I and I and I and I and I understand that uh a lot of the decision I mean the, the voting is done by um by media members or I'm in the senior group now, so I, I don't know it's some it's it's a different group, but uh it's it's my my I think my biggest issue is that I played all seven defensive front positions. I, I, I moved around all the time. Uh, so if you look at me as a, just a pass rusher, I had seventy nine and a half sacks in the regular Which is season. It's really good. Um, yeah, I mean that's, but but I don't know that that's Hall of Fame. But then if you put on top of it that half those plays I was playing inside linebacker and I wasn't rushing the passer, I was in coverage. Of, you know, so I had I had tackles, but I didn't have as many tackles as a lot of inside linebackers because I was pass rushing a bunch of the time. So yeah, I would so say eleven hundred
3: eleven hundred tackles and seventy nine sacks is pretty good. You know what I oh, mean? No, like I, for, yeah. I mean, that's I linebacker agree. and defensive end type of stats, like combined that to me, that's hall of fame stats. It's well, a great linebacker that. career. No, hell of a defensive end career mixed in one. I mean, yeah. that's just cool. you,
1: Well, and, and, and honestly, in my mind, what the hall of fame should be is, is what, what did you do uh, to help your team win? What, 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 level was your team when you were at your best and i we went to the super bowl in 86 87 and 89 uh, i missed seven games in 88 those are the only games i missed in my career uh we were eight and eight uh the the point differential between when i played and when i didn't play was nine points we, we gave up nine That's, more points that speaks but, volumes, I, think. I mean it, it, yeah i, mean, I must have made a difference
2: yeah i mean I, real quick I just you know, and this is a totally different sport, but it's it's something I don't think we calculate in football and we should because, you know, you bring it up and I think it's a good point. Um, you know, baseball is a great example. They they have war, wins above replacement, right? I would love to see, and, and you use yourself as an example, and obviously you make a difference. I think for the Hall of Fame, and I, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this and, you know, you guys jump in as well. You know, should football have some kind of a, a war system where we say, if this guy wasn't there, how would the team perform without him? Because I think that should be, personally a way to measure how valuable okay. a player is to judge hall of fame status because if you add a lot of value to the team to me that says yeah he's worthy of the hall of fame if you don't and you it, right if you have the
3: stats you know right of course right right
1: I, I mean as an additional thing yeah but i'm curious to get your thoughts yeah um football is such a dependent sport uh if 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 Okay, my my senior year at the university, my junior year at the University of Minnesota, I played half the downs. I alternated with a senior on the team. Uh, I ended up leading the Big Ten in sacks, tied with Andre Tippett. Um, We had a decent team. Uh, My senior year, we won our first three games. A bunch of guys got injured. We lost our last eight, and we lost our last eight by a whole bunch of, of points. And uh, I never got a chance to rush the passer. There was cuz they just ran the ball cuz they were so far ahead all the time. So I mean it, it, so much of of your personal stats depend on how your team is doing and how you're used um and and uh you know what uh, what situation you're in. So so I I was on a great team. I mean we in the 12 years I played for the Broncos, we had a losing season twice. Uh that I mean that that was a strong team um and and I was uh I was fortunate enough to be the focus of the defense Uh, coach Collier would put me where he thought the the point of attack was going to be. And there's no better place in my mind to be as a defensive player than the point of attack, but that was the coach's decision. That was my, wasn't my decision. Uh, And, and and so, so in my mind, it's, it's really difficult to sort out uh, first of all, just team to team within one era and then era by era. I mean, you look at, at, like I said earlier, I'd love to be in in the NFL right now because it's it's all about rushing the passer. Some <laughs> the guys yeah. that you'd, you'd uh, be, that be making a
3: killing. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah.
1: I would have had a blast playing it. <laughs> I mean, I would, you know you don't have to play the run. You you just you're just coming after the quarterback over and over yeah. again. That that would have been great.
0: Yeah, listen, as a guy who grew up watching Carl, you know, in New York, we got to see him in the Super Bowl. Which, you know, we won't talk about that too much for you. I know that <laughs> you know was was a bad one, but. You know, you knew he was one of the best defenders of the game. You know, you you look forward to watching him if you like defense, which I've always loved defense. Yep. You know, you knew you knew who Call was. You you studied what he did, and he was by far one of the best in the game. I had a question, though, sent in by one of the guys here from sideline sports, whose nephew is actually a slot receiver on uh, the Minnesota Gophers, uh, Troy Geary. Uh, he had asked, "What do you? What's your thoughts of?" Um Minnesota doing in the big Ten West this year. You think they have a shot?
1: I do think they have a shot. Uh there PJ Fleck is an amazing coach. Uh, I don't know if you guys have followed him out there, but he is a guy that uh is a perfect guy in today's world as far as as far as uh college coaching. He's so upbeat. The kids love him uh he he's like a magnet for these transfer kids <laughs> <Anybody>? <laughs> like all, it, 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 and and that's a hard thing to do i mean the old college coach you know the kind of the, the rough and 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 tumble and, and hard on his guys coach really can't survive in today's world with the transfer rules and so so i think they've picked up a, a lot of good players that way um, and, and he's a great uh, tactician. He's a he, he's a motivator. I've, I've spent a little time with him and, and I'm, I'm impressed that what he's been able to do in that system and and in that in that conference. That's a tough conference uh, has, has been impressive to me at this point.
2: Yeah. So, so, Carl and, and John, don't say anything on this because I know what you want to say. And I, I, when I ask this, you'll want to get I it. No idea, so but... I just want Carl's opinion on this only. <laughs> so no. and John, you'll understand I me mean in a minute. No, we have constantly debated who is the greatest quarterback to ever play. And John is a Dolphins fan and he's a big Dan Marino guy. And Carl, you played against two of the guys that are usually in our conversation. We didn't we, we usually have about four people, I would say. It's Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, and Dan Marino. And you played against two of them, Marino and Montana. You actually played in the Super Bowl against him. So I wanted to get your opinion. Granted, you haven't played against two of those guys, but you know, that I mentioned, but you played against yeah. Marino. And, Montana, who do you think is the greatest quarterback of all time? Is it one of those or is it somebody I've even That's mentioned?
1: John Elway. <laughs> oh, there you wow. go.
2: Wow. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I should have seen that coming. That, should, that was a loaded was question. I should have seen it.
1: it yeah. no, actually, actually, Marino was my favorite guy to sack because not only would you sack him, but then he'd get up and he'd cuss and he'd scream and he'd yell at his <laughs> offensive lineman that you just beat. <laughs> that was always fun. I love it. <laughs>
2: But the re- anyway, the reason I was saying that is because John, I knew, would want to jump and say, Dan Marino's the best. So I didn't want to <laughs> hear it. He's I so didn't want to hear that.
3: Hey, I've never seen anybody throw the football like that, man. And, and he was That's in a, an era where you, it was all about running the football, but yet he was the first of his kind. Like there was nobody – like he started what we see today. Like he, he was the beginning of that. He was ahead of his That's time. That's
2: so, Real quick, Carl. You said John Elway. Now I want to hear why you why did you say John Elway? Not just because he was your team. I'm I'm legitimately curious your analysis. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, John was John was was everything you wanted a quarterback. He was he was an unbelievable leader. Uh, He was just a, he was a tough guy. He w- he could run run the ball. He could throw the ball. Uh, If if playing as a defensive player. Uh, on on a team with with John Elway as its quarterback you could take chances you could make mistakes get behind a little bit because you knew if it was somewhat close at the end of the game we were coming back and we were winning that thing and I and I saw it over and over and over again he would will his teammates and he would will himself to to get it done and I mean he was a an unbelievable player uh and and uh if he didn't play in the era that he played and, and under Dan Reeves for a lot of that time, who was, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust, um, he'd have a lot higher stats than he had. All right.
2: Okay. All right. Hey, see, I like the explanation though. That's why I, I figured if you're going to give me an answer, you've got a good explanation behind it. That's why <laughs> I, I had to ask. I, I didn't mention Elway on purpose, knowing that there was a pretty good chance that was going to be your answer. But I yeah. Like, it was coming. I don't say it. <laughs>
0: So um, after football you got into motivational speaking who were the who were some of the coaches that you had or who uh, kind of got you into doing motivational speaking? what was your uh, inspiration for that?
1: you know I it wasn't a plan it wasn't something that I was looking at as my future I, I wasn't one of the and a lot of a lot of athletes are communications majors in college I, I was not I was a biology major but uh, I got. I got the opportunity to speak and and it and it made it was so much like football which doesn't sound right but but truthfully you you prepare for your uh, for the organization you're speaking for uh you perform at a high level for a short period of time you evaluate what went on you you repeat what went well you throw out what didn't go well and then you get ready for the next one I mean it is football without the injuries and and uh, I, I feel like I'm making a difference in, in a lot of organizations around the country. Um, I do about 40 keynotes a year, uh, and have for 17 years, and and just uh, just love the job. Uh, most people are fortunate to find one job they love in a lifetime, and and I've got a second one, and and have uh, have have uh, grown and 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 learned uh, a lot through the National Speakers Association and the National Speakers Association is a group of like-minded speakers who uh, share best practices and, and uh, you know, meet now and again. And, and uh, uh, it's, it's, it's my team now. And, and I really, I really enjoy that. uh, Those, those relationships.
0: That's awesome. So how closely are you following the Broncos today?
1: Oh, very closely. Yeah, you can't help it here in Denver. It, it's a it's a football town. So
0: what what's your overall impression so far? I know it's only game one, but with Russell Wilson as quarterback, do you think last night was a fluke that they'll be fine? Or do you think that it's going to be a couple of years before you're back in a serious contention?
1: Yeah, no, last night was uh, – A zillion mistakes because they hadn't played in the preseason um if you look at the statistics of the teams that uh played their first teamers and their their starting quarterbacks in the uh in the preseason who played against uh teams who uh sat everybody out in the preseason i think the this this week it was uh it was three and eight uh the 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 numbers so three uh three wins for the teams that didn't play their quarterbacks and their starters and and eight losses and and usually those are the better teams because they feel confident can rest their people so uh so yeah that's just it's just like a preseason game they're 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 learning about each other uh there were a lot of mistakes uh and 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 part of that was the coaching um but the coaches are all in positions they've never, never been in either. Each of the coordinators are, are new to being the coordinators. Uh, the head coach obviously is new to being a head coach. Um, they got a new quarterback, they got new ownership, they got new everything. I it's mean, all brand it new. takes a while, right? If, if you match up a bunch of people just thrown together right now, uh, against a team that has played together for a while and has had, had that steady coaching and, uh, and, and, and steady leadership like the Seattle has, then yeah, they lost by one point. They fumbled twice on a goal line. I mean, it, it, it yeah. yeah, they they were very close to winning that game and, and they, they didn't play well and they made a lot of bad decisions. So, so yeah, they've got a lot of talent. Um, now they got to become a team. That's I like that.
3: And how many, how many games, how many preseason games did you play in the seventies? Because I was told Mer- Mercury and Mars told me they used to play six.
1: Yeah, yeah. Games. I started in '83, um, and and we played four, four? and okay. we played a a good good chunk of each game. Um, even, that, even but that's what I was
3: alluding game. to is you guys played the preseason games. It wasn't oh, like yeah. you played one series and and sat.
1: No, they weren't. they they, they weren't afraid of us getting hurt. That I mean. We we were full pads, two a day practices all through training. We had five weeks of training camp. I mean, it was knockdown, drag out, last guy standing makes the team kind of deal. And 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 yeah, but you no, were ready it, it for the season, concerned.
3: right? When it oh came. yeah,
1: okay. oh yeah, we were more than ready for the season that okay. uh, for the first okay. game. Now we didn't have seventeen games, although we didn't have a bye either. Um, so, so yeah, things I, things I think it all cancels before. out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and and you know it it. I, I think the game is safer. Um I think the game is uh is uh exciting still and interesting still. Um it's just different. My grandfather was a little all-American at the University of North Dakota. He played in the 20s. Um and and I remember watching a, a game on Thanksgiving with him. And he, he weighed 185 pounds, dripping wet, right? And he was a center and a nose guard. Right? But, but I'm, I'm sitting next to him saying, hey, Grandpa, these guys are really big. I, I don't think you could play in today's game. Hell, boy, I played when it was a man's game. We had, kids and had no pads in our pants. We had to play both ways. That's kind of how I feel about the guys now, right? It's just the game changed.
2: Yeah. People will be saying that in another 20, 30 years,
1: right? They'll be saying right. the same thing. Yep, exactly the so one constant in pretty
0: much all of sports when you yeah. look at it. It's just, right. you know, it's different through different eras. That's why it's so hard to compare great players in different eras.
1: Right. I mm-hmm. mean, that discussion about the the Hall of Fame, you know, it, it, not only does each team ask different things of each player at each position, but era to era is completely different. You, I mean, play, playing an inside linebacker, when I played an inside linebacker, my job was stopping the run.
2: Right. And now inside it's...
1: linebacker now – uh you know a big piece of it is pass coverage i mean that more often than not uh every they're smaller and they're faster they're more like what the safeties were when i was playing oh there you go
0: all right well well, carl thank you so much for taking the time to come out you know we appreciate it and you know we'd love to have you back in the future but definitely thanks for taking a few minutes coming out tonight and you have a great evening
1: I appreciate it JB. If anybody wants to look up uh what I'm doing as far as speaking, bring me out to speak, you can go to carlmecklenburg.com. Uh, you can misspell it many different ways and <laughs> still, get, still get there. And, and I'd love to hear from you.
3: Yes, check All out right. our check out our social media. We'll make sure we post uh post that so that way if you're not sure how to spell it, we will have it We'll make sure later we have it for you. on for you guys So that way. <laughs> we have that out there.
1: Yeah, yes. Sounds good.
2: All right, Carl. Thanks, have Carl. a good one. We appreciate you coming on.
1: Of course, thank you. Thanks again, Carl. Have a great night.
2: Bye now. All right, boys. All right, what are we talking about now, gentlemen? What's up next? Uh, I
3: got the first one. Hold on. Before
2: go we start for anything it. I, actually, before... no, give me give me two seconds. Just you two seconds of airtime. Mentally
3: time. prepare yourself for no. Where just this give me two minutes of airtime. I
2: just for anybody that's watching live, Aaron Judge just hit number fifty-six. That's it. I got nothing else. I just are you sure to... you
3: spelled that right?
2: <laughs> yes. We are certain, um, but yeah, that's it. Right. I just just wanted to say, Judge number fifty six. That's not 60. even
3: important with what I'm going to say. Who hey, cares about actually, his potentially you know, breaking me, the all time a, home run record?
2: Let me let me say one more thing, and this is on a serious note. The queen is passed, so I think we take a moment of silence for I, John. Big
3: deal. Keep. I got more important things to talk about. Things I, All
2: right. Let me finish what I was saying because there are people that do care about that. Are may we on in Europe, peace.
0: John? Are not we on in England? Just with deep may deep she rest deep in
2: peace so for those yes. that are affected. I'm sorry. That's it. Just, John, we just you got to cater to other people. You can't. Yeah, but this interrupts what
3: I want to say. So I don't John, care. Whatever John, you have to say
2: is John, not more important than that.
3: We're on one of the, the cable networks in England, uh, John. You're just, you took you're a minute mean. away from my from what I was going to say. So. All right,
2: Oscar the Grouse. Let's go. What's up?
3: All right, this is more important than Aaron Judge hitting 61 because that's the all-time home yeah, no run record, blah, blah, blah. One Saturday, I was at work, okay? And every Saturday when I come into work, they put out snack cakes for us, all right? Uh-oh. This lady beside me grabs Swiss, already telling me. She grabs a Swiss rolls. She grabs a pair of Swiss rolls because they're fantastic. She I calls them those, Twinkies. Yes. And well, I look at wrong. her... And I stop her, and I'm like, no, 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 you don't. You're not getting away with that. Swiss <laughs> rolls and Twinkies. Can I rolls? proceed to take three minutes out of the break, and I'm like, hey, Swiss rolls are up here. Twinkies are down here. They're Hold not on. the same thing. They're John. not in the same category. Swiss rolls are top tier. Twinkies are bottom Hold on. tier. John, There's I just a have different. a quick question. Make sure you know.
2: Wow. John, what does this have up to do with to? anything?
0: I
3: mean, because I agree.
2: I think are, I understand. There are people there are in this, this
3: world that think Swiss like rolls and Twinkies are the same thing, and go. they're just not.
0: You I, I can't think do what that. what is the, tennis, the Tennessee Titans and the LA Rams uh, are Twinkies. That's I, what I think he means. I can't argue
2: with that. The Giants are 1-0, baby. This is an I odd
0: think that's feeling. that's where he's going.
2: Guys, I, I got to say it, and I'm putting this one out to the world. And let me – hear me out before I say this, Before before you say anything. The New York football Giants will be making the playoffs this season. And there is oh, cool. one reason I will say that. I love that.
3: it. I love the optimism. There's
2: only one reason. This is the most oh, cool. weird, wacky, wild stat in the last approximately uh, about, I think it's technically 11 years, but t- we'll say 10 years. The Giants have started 1-0 and only three times prior to this, uh, actually twice, excuse me, twice prior to this season, to, to the start of the season. 2011, when we won the Super Bowl, and 2000, and I believe it was 15 or 16, when we went to the playoffs. The boat, the infamous boat year. Every other year, we've started 0 and 1, and we this missed the is... playoffs. In all these other years, we missed the playoffs. But in the past, I think it's technically 11 years. 11 years, that we've started 1 and 0, we have made the playoffs. There is no other reason, wow. other than that, that I said the New York Giants are making the playoffs
3: Thank since you. 2016. There's one. 1 week out of the one week out of every NFL season since 2016 the Giants have had a positive record that's this week this is the first time since 2016 they've had a positive yeah. record let that, that was, sink listen, in how bad they I been.
0: I am the most disgruntled Giants fan you are you're the, that,
3: you're, the, you're Oscar that, the Grouch of every sports that, team you
0: love that, you hate that every thing. sports you team you game.
3: love. Lose the game when I
0: pick, when I pick against you with a suicide pool. Lose I've, the game. <laughs> I've never heard no you talk good about
3: game. any of your sports teams. Only bat.
0: JB. Don't you
2: know the rule? Don't bet on your own teams ever, no matter what, whether it's to win
0: or lose. It's, Just don't. You can pick. You can pick your team to lose. You can't no. pick your team to win when you bet. Yeah. You should yeah. never look
2: what happens you when always, you bet on. You bet on the Giants. Somebody and you put lost. up.
0: A, Somebody put up a Twitter poll. Is it okay to bet against your team? Hey, you know what? Let's ask Pete Rose.
2: <laughs> oh, that is a that is a loaded question, and you that, know it. Yeah,
3: that's that,
2: that's just that's fun. like that's like asking A-Rod or Barry Bonds or Mark McGuire, hey, is it okay to use steroids? Well, I think
0: we know the
3: answer they're <laughs> gonna give us. You're just setting them up. Come on. I mean, what well, is this? listen?
0: Me and Peter are on the same boat on this one. It's okay to bet against your own team.
2: And you know what happened to both of you? You both lost at the end of the day.
3: It, it's the same reason I don't pick my own players in fantasy. The bias is there. I always try and stay away from the bias. I, I, I stay away from it. If you bet, stay Let's away see. from the bias. And,
2: and you know what? Speaking of fantasy, John, we're in a couple leagues together, the three of us.
3: I'm in one and... with you guys.
2: Oh, yeah, you're not in the other one. All right, right. so JB JB and I are in two leagues together. Um, Only one of the two leagues that we play, but Mr. Ellis, I'd like to say to you, good game, but you lost, as I told you, you would. Joe Burrow, who got crushed in real life, having five turnovers, still beat
0: you. That's right. right.
2: And I beat you by 13 points. More
0: importantly, I lost the Suicide Pool. That's what we're talking about. Fantasy football, season-long fantasy football, that's
2: over. We got the L- uh, I mean, It's
3: over. There's Oh, 17...
0: and by the way, which is
2: a perfect transition into the next topic I'd like to speak about, which I think is a good football-related topic, actually. JB, if, if you recall, in the league that we have with John, I had, it's a two-quarterback league, and I admit I was in a very precarious situation. I had last year traded some draft picks away, so quarterback-wise, I was Matt Stafford, which was fine. You know, it was a bad week one, but Fantasy-wise, I was happy to have him as a quarterback before the season started. I had no problem with that. And I had Daniel Jones, which I'll tell you is I love my Giants. He may have won this week. I would never want him as my fantasy quarterback. I barely want him as my starting quarterback in real life. JB offered to give me a quarterback. He said, I'll give you a first. If you give me a first rounder, I'll give you Dak Prescott. I said no. I later, as we all know, as we I, I believe I told the story last week or the week before. I traded Jacob Christner, who was also in that league. I managed to get uh, Jameis Winston, who had a very nice week this week. Everything is great. JB, you had Dak and wanted to trade me to him, and understandably so. He's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong, fantasy-wise especially. Dak Prescott has an injured – I believe they said he fractured his thumb. He is out a yes, minimum out. of six weeks now.
3: Not according to Jerry Jones.
2: Bad. According Jerry to Jerry Stingy. Jones, he believes it's like yeah. four weeks. But, but Jerry Jones, Jerry, Jerry, Jones, lived in Lala
0: Jerry Jones exactly, also has Santa Claus staying at his house right now. Santa is on vacation in is Dallas. Is that Mike Santa? McCarthy? Exactly. exactly. So, but they're having so, a sleepover. The rumor so, is the Tooth Fairy un- may show up.
3: Who, who sleeps on to- the totum, top of the bunk bed? and Who sleeps on the bottom of their bunk beds? Ah, like, 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 I don't want to know. How
2: about
0: that?
3: Well, Mike McCarthy would have you know? to be on the bottom of the bunk beds. So, like Jerry Jones would have don't to get know. the cool part, the top.
0: He wow. is a horrible wow. coach. I've seen so much bad coaching and announcing week one of the NFL season. Like, if the Giants don't keep winning now that the suicide pool is over, you know, I'm ready for postseason baseball. You guys have so to be happy with
3: what Dable did, like, I'm ripping into listen, Daniel well, Jones for listen, watching Listen,
0: watching the end of that game, the Giants out-coached them, out-played them, and beat a really good team. And I think that was
3: Dable's fault. Like, yeah. I think Dable is the reason – that they won that game.
2: I wouldn't say fault. You mean he's no, the reason. No, reasoning. like in a good yeah, way. Yeah, like yeah, he okay. was the reason. But anyway, but on. so I want to get
3: back because, to the topic. But you haven't had that coaching that. In the, with the Giants in no. a very long time.
0: No. But, no since somebody Tom Popper, I won right. fired. You're right.
2: But what I wanted to get to was the Cowboys' next six games, just the next six. Forget if Dak is out longer than six weeks, because I think Jerry Jones' four weeks is delusional. But even if you want to do the next four weeks, I'm welcome – You know, I'm perfectly happy to do it. but the next six games the cowboys might be in some real trouble if they don't trade for a quarterback the Bengals next week there's no chance they beat the Bengals with at this point they, they're not going to get a quarterback rushed. fast enough right at this at this point in time the bangles will be playing against cooper rush and so that's automatically the cowboys are already zero two then they go into the giants and on a monday night if they don't trade for a quarterback, I'm going to be honest, this is not a Giants bias. There is a chance the Cowboys also go 0-3 That's a It's a division game, of course. It's a course. division game.
0: Division and, and, games are toss-up. Right. That's what I'm saying.
2: Away. With Cooper yeah. Rush at the helm, I think there is – I don't think that they have a chance. I, I don't know that they're going to be able to stay – Daniel Jones is better than Cooper Rush. He's not good, but he's better. He's better than Cooper. Oh, much better.
3: Much. much better. much
2: okay. better. Then they go and they play at home against the Commanders. i got to be honest with you. The way Carson Wentz played the other day wasn't bad.
0: I could see the no, Cowboys because, using another because, game. Stop, Carson Wentz beating his first game. Of course, they'll play well, and that's I fine. Pressure okay. on him. So, and,
2: and, but so let's say they win that game. Let's, I'll, I'll accept that we say that win. It. It's division. So now we're talking about four games in. The Cowboys are one and three, Then they go on the road in October. They play at the Rams. I think they stand oh, that's zero a, that's chance. A slaughter. So now they're one and five. And the sixth and final game that Dak Prescott, uh, I think, hold on, is that four or five? No, he's got to miss two, six, 20, and he already four. missed
3: the first. This is five. Uh,
2: this would be the fifth game. Excuse me, is at the Eagles. I think the way Jalen hurts and loss. that Eagles offense is just going to crush the uh, to be the Cowboys. So now we're talking about the Cowboys at best being one and five right now, and then we go Lions, Cowboys, and honestly, the Cowboys are a better defense but the Lions actually looked okay this weekend.
0: The Lions are not a bad team, guys.
2: I, I, I could – They could honestly, possibly be one in six. Honestly, they could be one in six. And let's say Dak goes out eight weeks. Then we got the Bears and Cowboys and – back. excuse me, Bears and Packers against the Cowboys in the next two weeks. We're talking about if they don't trade for a quarterback, the Cowboys maybe have three wins if they're lucky. At, at this point in the season, the Cowboys True. are in trouble, guys. True. I mean – I'm, I'm saying maybe three. The if season's I'm, over I'm, is
3: what Jake's saying. The yeah. season's over. So,
2: so, like that well, that's, what,
0: that's what happens when you don't have a quality backup quarterback.
2: I, I look, you know what? And so that raises the question. What's what, so what happens doing? when you don't
3: have a quality starter. I wouldn't call him. I, he's,
2: look, he's good enough. In our division, he's good enough. He's good enough to guarantee you second place in our division, which is a playoff spot at this point. But anyway. If
3: you give him a small assortment of talent, and he ha- He doesn't have – well, they already did it this year. They started to take away his talent. took away his line basically, took oh. away Amari Cooper, took away Cedric Wilson. Wilson, he didn't look very good at least for one game. No. For almost the whole game. No, Cam Newton is washed. Stop it. Stop well, with that nonsense. So, so he is John, washed.
2: so that's, a, but that's a fair comment because it does go in the direction yeah. of what I was going to ask, which is, what do the Cowboys do for quarterback? They can't stay with Cooper Rush. We saw so
3: what Cam do they do? In well, Carolina do this? last year, a
0: second. Didn't it, did it they do this a couple of years ago? Who was their backup when uh, Dalton got hurt? When uh, Dalton was the backup? Well,
3: Dak got hurt, and then Dalton got hurt. Right, Dak got hurt, Dalton got hurt. And, and then it became Ben Dalton. DiNucci or whatever. I was going to say, that was right, Ben DiNucci, and, and right?
0: Played, and he played for how long? So, I mean, listen, this is the Cowboys I, thing. They, they yeah, no, it's over. And I think you know what? If, cam, if they can get cam, it's a quality starter, it's better than it, what they have. It's better it's than better, Rush.
3: It. it's not gonna, it it's not gonna change that they're done. They can still make the playoffs because outside of the division leaders in the NFC, there's nothing it's where there's very weak, like, there's nothing yeah. really like they can slip into the playoffs at eight and nine or nine right, and eight. Right. Like it's very right, possible because the NFC is extremely yeah. weak outside of division. There's leaders. what,
2: seven playoff spots now? Seven right? playoff
3: spots. So, so Niners probably get in Vikings or Packers get the other wild card. And then really it's, it's fair game about, for that last You're talking spot.
2: about the NFC West. Maybe you're talking about the Cardinals. There's a chance. You never know. Just saying. But I'm just saying. It's, it's saying not like impossible. That, but I'm saying, it's not impossible or, or. You,
0: you, you gotta do Cowboys. something There's right away. Yeah. You gotta do something now. You can't wait. Uh, so and, you know, that's
2: that's what I was getting as. What do you do if the Cowboys? What do you do in this situation? You you've got to go for a quarterback, right? I mean, you you can't just sit in the think You gotta heels. call
3: for Jimmy G, like at yeah, the, uh, the right so,
2: yeah, that's why I asked this because to me, Jimmy G. Seaton's like so, a, a decent option.
3: Yeah.
0: So if you're the 49ers after seeing how you lost in Chicago, are you? Traded Jimmy
2: G, right? So if I'm the 49ers, I'm willing to trade him. And the reason I say that is because I'm the 49ers, I'm confident in Trey Lance. The 49ers have made it abundantly clear, they trust him
3: but they're they not. Made it
2: abund- they're, they made it a bunch. If they were, they, they like have traded him. him already. Jake,
3: have, you read the, have you read the reports?
2: Then why like is he starting?
3: He, he, they traded up to get him, they traded everything to get him. I know John Lynch wanted him. Kyle Shanahan didn't.
2: Well, that's not the. That doesn't matter. Shanahan will be replaced but that means if that
3: happens. Shanahan doesn't trust him.
2: Doesn't matter. He's not the final say. Is my point though.
3: Right. Shanahan's but, the
2: coach, so Lynch will have say point. over him. That's my point. I
3: mean, we saw with Brian Flores and Tua. Like, if a coach doesn't right. trust you, he's not going to put go all in on you. You know what I mean? Like, like a quarterback, that, but, and, but, quarterback and quarterback and head coach have to be tied at the hip. If they're not, that's it's not going. That's work.
2: fine. But the difference is, John, the coach doesn't make the final decision as to who gets traded or not. And that's,
0: oh, 100%. that's why I five, say Jake. if I'm Sam the
2: 49ers, Fran. that's why if I'm the 49ers, I do trade Jimmy G. Why? But because if I'm, ownership, him, why would... if, I, if I'm ownership, I'm crazy because we love Trey Lance. If I'm like Shanahan, I'm Shanahan. Oh, I'm saying absolutely not. I think no Jake, chance. If they
0: were going to trade him. If they were to trade him, why wouldn't they have traded him already? Because nobody if wanted him. It's,
3: it's because how much he costs and nobody wants to pay, tw- I think it's $27 exactly. million for Jimmy Garoppolo. For a backup. Like, that's a, that's a lot for a right. guy that's but a game manager. Is,
2: but again, my, the question you asked me was, if I'm the Niners, do I trade him? Yes. If, because I'm, I'm thinking strictly as the Niners' front office, not Shanahan, not the players on the field. The front office seems to really like Trey Lance. That's The only reason I say okay, Jake. That. It, but that's to, the only to reason JB's
3: point because JB mentioned it. We saw what happened against the Bears, I know the, the, the conditions. I, I don't really like know what to think of Lance yet because All those conditions, it's, it's nobody's going to play. play really play it was well. Awful. Off yeah, yeah. But if you're not sure of him and you get to the point where like he struggles for like a month and a half, what do you do?
2: So like, look, you I, can't
3: bench him and go to somebody here, else.
2: Here's what I say, John. If you're asking me personally, as Jake, I yep. think trading Jimmy G is the worst decision the Niners could ever make. Because at the very least, Jimmy G is an accurate passer. He does enough to not lose games. He is a solid game manager, and that's what he is. But as a game manager, policy probably exactly in the game, right? he'll do exactly what you need him to do. You'll let the rest of your offense play the way it does. They'll do a good enough job. You'll be fine. You'll score points. Your defense will play well. You'll make the playoffs. That is what Jimmy G is to me. So, if you're asking Jake, I think don't trade him at all because if you get into a sticky situation, you have a guaranteed safety net. If on the 49ers who seem to love Trey Lance, that's why my opinions differ. I personally am going to tell you, I think if they trade Jimmy G, they're going to be, they better be getting a king's ransom for him. And they should. Because because of how how much they're giving away in potential wins and how much they're also how desperate
3: the Cowboys are or whoever at this point.
2: So if I'm the Cowboys, I'm calling for him if I can get him. Now, you have to get him at the right price, but I'm going for him because like I just said, with the right weapons, with the right people around him, he'll manage the game. He'll win you enough games and keep you afloat, which is all the Cowboys need right now. While Dak is recovering, all they want is to stay afloat, stay near the top of the division, and not get destroyed. Have a chance at the playoffs.
0: Next season's over, it doesn't matter. Jimmy G isn't going to make them a better team. Zeke just doesn't have it. You know, McCarthy's a horrible coach. If this is the Eagles division, you know, right now, uh, honestly looking at the teams after the first week, Giants have a great shot at second place. You know.
2: second or third is honestly possible. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well I, I if if I can't right now that. without da- without Dak, it, you're not playing for thirty one. The commanders are not
3: The Commanders not played as, the Giants. like I don't buy it.
0: Yeah, no, they're, they're I, I not agree. listen they're a step behind they're not horrible but they're still a step behind they're going in the it's right fun. direction but right now like I said the eagles eagles cowboys giants commanders now right now flip-flop eagles giants cowboys commanders
2: I might even say commanders cowboys i it's possible I, I because it's, it's possible it that's awesome for me yeah
0: it depends when Dak comes back what happens. Yeah, you're right. But you know
2: that's why I said the Giants could make the playoffs. And I was making a joke about it, but They're as we discussed it further,
0: but...
2: in second place, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. you know, like, I, I can't tell you what other teams are going to look like around the league, but there are three open spots after the division winners. Three second-place teams, most likely, will make the playoffs. It's most likely going to be three second teams, unless the Giants are just that bad of a second-place team or is a really good third-place team, right? most likely we're going to have division winners and three second-place teams making the playoffs. If the Giants play well enough, I'm not saying good, and Saquon continues to play the way he's playing, because let's just call it what it is. Saquon is the Giants offense. He is literally all they have right now, and he was phenomenal in that win because Daniel Jones continues to th- turn the ball over and, and, and doesn't help the Giants really. A lot of the time I think he hurts them. But so, the point, for Giants have a chance. That's my ultimate so I want to
3: argue – jb's point about how zeke doesn't have it because i'm gonna gonna give you a little bit of stats i'm gonna give you a little bit of stats on that because you're wrong and i'm gonna prove it to you um so i want to hear
0: that
3: zeke's first year he touched the ball over 350 times his second year he didn't because remember he was suspended he only touched the ball 250 that's, plus times, but we remember the suspension. That's, he still had, that's fair to discount. Like Right. He still had 15 touchdowns his rookie year, seven touchdowns even with the suspension. All right. 2018, he touched the ball almost 400 times. 2019, touched the ball over 350 times. Back-to-back years, okay. he had over 1,300 yards. So, he had okay. six touchdowns and 12 touchdowns. Kellen Moore has come in. 2020 was when Kellen Moore came in. 244 carries. 2021, Kellen Moore's there, 237 carries. This year, against the Bucks, when Dak goes out, he carries the ball 10 times for 52 yards in that game, 5.2 per carry. Like, his, his career average is never going below four. It was 5.1, 4.1. John, if he's, they're
0: not giving him ball, he no. doesn't have it.
3: But that's not got to have the ball to have it.
0: No, but that's, so, that's Jamie, hold on. That's not his
3: fault. It If he's carrying over four it yards not, per game, it he had 10 last year. No.
0: I like, think you gotta, a better if you don't have the ball, John, you don't have If you, 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 you
3: got to give a guy 100 less plate appearances a year, of course his stats are going to be worse. I
0: think a better argument would of be course, of Ezekiel
2: course. Elliott oh, is argument. being underused. I yes. think that's a better argument.
0: And I said that all last year, and I agree with you. But at he, the same point, if you're not giving him the ball, he doesn't have it.
2: I don't he, think that's accurate. I don't think that that's a fair statement to me. His make.
3: stats don't say that, though. His,
2: his stats, when he does touch the ball – indicate he does have the ability to make right. plays, which implies he has it, as as you put it, right? When you give him the ball, he clearly is producing. He's not he, – he's only had two seasons in his entire career where he was under 1,000 yards. That's it. Two seasons. And he them, he doesn't have the ball, he
3: does not have it. In 2017, it's when he simple. didn't hit 1,000 yards, that was the year he was suspended.
0: Exactly. Right. So but if you don't have the ball, you don't have it. I mean, but he's averaging
3: four that's, and a half yards per carry. I don't think that's a statement.
0: It doesn't matter whose fault it is. If you don't I, have the ball, you don't have it. I completely
2: disagree. I think that's a baloney statement.
3: Yeah, like the numbers. The numbers but, are telling you you're wrong. I think
2: like, what you what you JB, you always give me. You've given this as an argument before, and I'll use it in a different context. You play who you play, right? You can only play who's right. on your schedule. Right. Zeke can only play as much as he's given the ball himself. So what your argument in in the you only play who you can play, you play those on your schedule, right? You can only beat the people that are on your schedule, even if it's the easiest schedule in the world or if it's the hardest schedule in the world. Well, too bad. That's what you got.
0: If in Zeke's case, believed in him, he would get the ball more. I'm I'm Kellen Moore,
3: remember, Kellen Moore was a quarterback for Boise Correct. State. What does Kellen Moore do? Yeah. He wants to prove that he is the offensive coordinator, the best offensive coordinator in the NFL. What's he going to do? He's going to make sure Dak throws the ball. Because Dak threw the ball 596 times last year. And Zeke only ran it 237. It why hard not, to
0: use why last not balance year, though, it out? Why they, are you they throwing 600 a bunch times? Of games? Huh? Yeah, they were getting blown out a bunch of games that they had to come back in. Okay, so, so then that's why he they had the number the one best.
2: offensive on, on. ball last year. John, hold on. To JB, to your point, then, then how can you say Zeke didn't have it last year? If they were getting blown out in games, it's not his fault he wasn't getting the ball. So you can't say he didn't have it because he didn't have an opportunity to it. That's together. true. Watch,
0: he did watch. Yeah. Based on games, your logic, go back, go back and watch the films in obvious situations where you should be handing the ball off. They were not.
2: Can you name? So... That's not his fault. Can you name any? You know, actually, you know what? Yeah. hold on. <laughs> to you, let me. I'll I'll argue this again because I I can't believe I agree this much with John. Okay. <laughs> I will ask you a very honest question. And I think the, yes. I don't it, it's admittedly a loaded question because there is one right answer. You can't possibly argue any other way. And if you do, I think you're just insane. The nice. Seahawks, a, the Seahawks versus no Seahawks versus Pats. When they didn't hand it to Marshawn Lynch, that was a clear run situation. There's no question anybody argues that. Can we all agree on that right. first? That should have well, been a run. 100%. More, right. Just 100%. right? So we all agree on that. But you're saying there's obvious situations in what we just saw at the Cowboys last year that Zeke should have ran the ball. But you're arguing that he doesn't have it. So in that situation, Pats versus Seahawks, are you going to tell me that Marshawn Lynch didn't have it and that's
0: why that, they didn't run that, it?
2: Or that's or, a hold one on. off. Or hold on, that's a one hold off. On. Hold, on. hold on, about what Hold on, hold on.
0: Go back, go back. Stop, it's, it's a situational stop. conversation. It's Hold a, on. It's a Let me finish walk. my question to you. I had Zeke on my fantasy team last year, so you don't to. I have did too. To. Let me finish Zeke the question. On, and I've watched enough Cowboys games to see that they were putting Let in Tony me. Pollard. Jo- so that, they, that's... you know they just didn't did it and trust Zeke for whatever but, reason. But the thing and if you don't is, trust... No.
3: When we, when we watch Titans games, Derrick Henry right. usually starts off pretty slow. Like that's how... But the more he carries the ball when he gets to the third and fourth quarter, guess what happens? Oh, Derrick Henry broke off 21 yards. Oh, Derrick Henry broke off 15. There he goes for a 50 yard run. He gets better the more you give him the ball. Zeke, that's why it's feed Zeke because he gets better the more you give it to him. No kidding. giving it I to agree. him. Ter- last year, JB. Jay- I agree. Last year, JB. And
0: you have to trust they got to keep doing it. Right. And but that's last year, not- JB,
3: he had a career low 13 carries per game. How can Zeke get better in a game more and more if you're giving him it 13 times a game? A bell cow needs the ball 20 sometimes. times like Derrick When you are an
0: offensive coordinator, you're looking at what you have. If you think that Zeke needs the ball 20 times and he has it, you're giving the ball 20 times because he's going to win games for
3: you. They're not, so
0: he does not have it.
3: Maybe Kellen just isn't a good offensive coordinator.
2: Or maybe Maybe. he's just a pass-first guy.
3: Maybe. Maybe.
2: Have you just thought about he's a pass-first Maybe guy? Maybe he's just
3: a pass-happy guy because he is no, a former quarterback. they gave the ball to
0: Pollard so much. Why would you have him in the game as much as they did last year? Because
2: Pollard is also receiving support. back. I'd like to point that out.
3: You there want to use the wear and tear, I guess. I don't, it doesn't make sense how you go from giving a – before Calmore Moore came, 350 to 400 touches Better. a year. Back to my point. Just makes no sense.
2: Back to my point. The argument that I was simply making and was going to ask you if, if we all agree Marshawn Lynch should have got the ball in that situation, but he didn't, how can you, you know, can you argue that in that moment was Marshawn Lynch, did he not have it or
0: was it just bad
2: play calling in the moment, which is not anything reflection
0: on how good he is. In that one play, it was bad play calling, but once again, when the backup Pollard is in the game and running the ball, even though he's a pass back, and look at how many carries he had that he stole from Zeke.
2: He had like six carries, I think.
0: Not the one game, I was talking about last year. Again, I had Zeke. He was one of my top picks, so I watched a lot of cowboy games. <laughs> they just didn't trust Zeke. You have to well, watch that's the game. Like season.
3: he's not giving them any I agree with you. statistically, too. Okay. Either way, JB,
2: there are no stats that back up your argument that Zeke does not have it. The only stat you're using to argue this is the carries per game. But what matters for a running back, and really, this is all the people we care about, really, I think. So,
0: is hold on, is yards per carry. If the Giants put me in Sunday and I got a 20 yard run and I never carry the ball again, I'm a great running back. In your one appearance? Yeah. In your one appearance? No, I'm still horseshit. No, (laughs) that's not it. Did I I ask sample guys guys
3: to know? I,
2: I said in your one appearance, play. you were great. You're, that was yeah. a great play. Yeah. I didn't say That's you're a so. great running back. I Let said listen, one play.
0: Kellen, Kellen Moore is horrible, and Zeke just doesn't have it anymore. If he had you're it, wrong. they'd be, given him the they'd be Zeke, giving him the ball. You're completely wrong. Zeke, you have the no ball.
3: factual evidence to back that up. Okay. No factual evidence.
0: The factual evidence is the his total yards and his amount of before, carries.
3: Before before if, if, I wanted to win,
0: if I wanted to win games... And I have Zeke Elliott who can run the ball. Why am I handing the ball to Pollard? Before Kelly can. I'm going to came. rattle
2: off some stats. And I want you to tell me whether or not this person is a great running back. Just yes or no. I'm not telling you who it is. And don't try to play mind games and figure out if it's a Zeke or not. Because I'm going to tell you now, Don't you're going to lose that game if you play it. Because you're going to make yourself look like a fool. Okay? Yards per carry is what I'm going to look for. So let me find that real quick.
0: Yards per uh, carry doesn't mean anything. Every, first of all, being a running back in the NFL is situational. When you're the starting guy and you're supposed to be the man, your backup should not be in there taking your carries away in key situations. Go back and watch the Cowboys film last year, okay. and you will Jamie, see. Jamie, let me just read off a couple seasons week, of this person. Week.
2: This person had 285 carries, 1,200 yards. 315 carries, about 1,600 yards. 300 carries, 1,250 yards. 280 carries for 1,300 yards. Is this player good or bad?
0: It's good. We're not talking about good or bad. <laughs> we're talking about having it or not having it. Just just and a simple question. So Jake, Do you know who that player was? Jake, that, Do you know Jake, that player that would was? Be, Hold on. Do you like, know who that was? If, if I said, okay, Jake, we're going to take you out every week and bring Eric in when we have a guest. Okay. Why? Because you're just not good. I, well, otherwise, if we thought you were good, we'd leave you on the show. But you're just no. not good, so we're going to throw you out. That's exactly what Kellen Moore is doing to z There's no Moore's trust just in him.
2: Bias. JB, I ask a simple question Was that player good or bad? Yes or no? I don't know how many there, I don't know how many carries the backup got. I'm not looking it up. Were those numbers good? Yes or no? N- numbers are numbers. Yes, those are Moore? good numbers. Do you know who that was? You're a politician. Doesn't matter. That doesn't was Marshawn Lynch. Matter. It was Marshawn Lynch, Lynch a guy who, who, who was great, but in situations wasn't used right. So guess what? I guess he's not good because he didn't get used. I'm sorry. Right. That's not how
3: it works. By the way. It, it does
0: It does how it works. When before Kellen Moore game,
3: came, yeah. Zeke averaged 106 yards per game. Since Kellen Moore has been there, he's averaged 69 yards per game. I'm just saying.
0: Why the change in the usage? Because less carries. It's all Kellen Moore. Kel- yes, he makes the play okay.
3: If if you okay. average why, 106 yards, that in your first three years. If you average 106 yards per game and you maintain that for a career, you will be the greatest running back of all time. But he does not have an opportunity to maintain that level because he doesn't. So why doesn't he touches? have an
0: opportunity? Huh? If you were that good, if you were that good, why would he? Because Kellen Moore's an idiot. So, uh, He's an idiot, it's like Greg Roman
3: doesn't know how to use yes, Lamar Jackson.
0: So you're it's saying like, he enjoys losing. Obviously. It, hold on. The
3: Cowboys
2: enjoy losing. Yes. That's a very yes. obvious statement. The Cowboys enjoy losing. The I can tell you that, that before this argument started. That. Wow. I mean, JB, you know the Cowboys enjoy losing. Why do they have the players that they do and, more importantly, the coaching staff that they do because the they enjoy owner. losing? Yeah, really. I mean, come on. That was a silly question. That was stupid. <laughs> They do they enjoy losing? Yes, that's why Mike McCarthy is their head
0: coach. Of course, come on. Mike McCarthy's horrible. Kellen Moore's horrible. And and John,
2: John, what year did Kellen Moore start? um,
3: Um, So this is his third year.
2: So, so twenty
3: twenty one and twenty twenty, and this year.
2: So I mean, it's it's hard to judge it just because.
0: So what did he do two years ago? Not last year; the year before, twenty-one that was the first or, year or twenty more. Twenty. What did he do? Yeah, I mean, that's Dak a little played, over a thousand. Dak played,
2: Dak played. five games, but in those games, he had two hundred and twenty-two passing attempts. So, two hundred and twenty-two divided by five. Quick math. That's forty-four attempts per game.
0: And, and what did what did Zeke do
2: in the whole season? Zeke did. What we're talking about, twenty twenty. He had two hundred and forty-four rush attempts for nine hundred and seventy-nine yards. So my point in all of that was so 244 divided by 15 games 244 divided by 15 he was getting 16 carries a game so exactly. the argument that can be made very easily is Dak was throwing the ball over 40 times a game and Zeke was running the ball 16 plays in the game
3: but Kellen Moore wanted to prove wanted to flex his muscles
2: but if you take their first season together which was 2016 both players were rookies. Dak had 459 attempts in 16 games, so 459 divided by 16, that's 28 per game. It's only 28, not even 30. So he's he is significantly lower while Zeke had 322 rush attempts in 50 games, which is 322 divided by 15, which is 21. The, the they made clear the playoffs thing,
3: that year by the way. They were very good. Very
2: simply, simply, the play calling has changed, and that's why that was
0: the
3: best year they've had in a long time. We have to wrap things up. So, John, Uh, I disagree. If he he
0: thought he was that good, he'd be handing him the ball. I I disagree.
3: Blue Hulk 13, JB is out of order.
2: JB, where can they find you? Make it quick.
0: JB underscore the program. Zeke is not the same guy. I've said it here first.
2: All right, I'm muting him. I don't want to hear it anymore. All right, <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Jake, play
0: it no more, so it doesn't I matter. I
2: don't want to hear it. The Cowboys are going to lose the division probably because they stink. Giants are going to make the playoffs this year. You heard it here first. You guys can find us on all our social medias at sideline sport one, or just look up sideline sports. We're on Instagram, TikToks, uh, Spotify app, Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And on that note, everybody have a good one, and we will see you next time.